We are, start, we are starting Saita. We're starting Saita. We're on Bez Amid Aleph. And before we start the Gemara, I just want to give a little intro to, uh, to what Saita is, um, so that we'll understand the sugya that's happening on the page. The basic intro is that a Saita is a woman who we suspect of maybe committing adultery. The reason why we suspect this is because her husband did two things, or one and a half things. Her husband gave her kinoi, that is, her husband warned her and said, I don't want to see you alone with this guy. I don't want to see you alone with Joe. So she decides that uh, he decides that she can't be alone with Joe. We're going to have a machlekas, whether it has to be with Adam, without Adam, whether he can do it by himself. He gives kinoi. I'm warning my wife, I, you can't be alone with this guy. Then what happens? Step two, she has stira. She goes into a closet with Joe, and she's there, kadetoma, the amount of time it takes for something not good to have happened. We're going to have a whole daf where we discuss exactly how long that is, whether it's walking around a palm tree, the amount of time it takes to roast an egg, just to get you excited for what we're looking at in the future. is <laughs> shir toma, which actually has a lot of implications on Allah Chalamaisa for the dinim of yichud. We're going to have fun there. So there's kinoi and then there's stira. That's the warning process. And then there is the seclusion where she's in the closet with the guy. If there is kinoi and there's stira, then after that, we suspect that maybe something happened. She comes out of the closet. We say, aha, we got you. You committed adultery. And she goes, nothing happened in the closet. We were just talking. We were talking in the closet. So now she claims nothing happened. We think something probably happened. So we bring her up to Harabayas and she has a very bad day. There's nivel. They uh, take off her shaito. They put a rope around her chest. They, they take off a lot of her clothes and all of her jewelry. She has a horrible day. They walk her up and down the mountain. She's humiliated in front of everybody. At the end of that, they have her drink the mesaita. That is, we take some of the dirt from the bottom of the base of Megdash and we put it into water and then we add into that um, the name of Hashem. We mix it all up. She drinks it. If she's telling the truth, she has a great life from that point on. She had a bad day and she has a great life. If she didn't have kids, she has kids. If she had, uh, if she had, only, um, if she had only girls, she has boys, which is, you know, <laughs> which is what it is. It's considered a bracha. She has bracha. She has, she has a blessed life. And if she is not telling the truth and some things happened in that closet, she dies a horrible and very painful death, a very graphic death, so much and so quickly sometimes that we rush her out of the base of Mikdash to get her out quickly before she's metame the whole thing. So that's the din of Saita. That's the story of Saita. And, uh, the Gemara on Saita is, without a doubt, the most, maybe the most popular Masechta in, in all of Shas, in addition to the fact that we're learning it right now. It is about 95% Agadita. It's got all of the stories that you're most familiar with. Just about everything you know of as a Medrash is in Saita. If you've learned it before, you know that. If you haven't, you're in for a treat. Meshi, you're in for a treat. Um, almost every Medrash you know is somewhere in Saita. Uh, the entire story of Yitzhiya Mitzrayim is there pretty much. The whole Shimshin thing. Uh, many, many things. Uh, pass, pass, pass him one of the... Uh, pass Meshi Gemara. Okay. It's okay, we have many spares. Okay, that was the introduction. Let's do the Mishnah. Somebody gives kina to his wife. So we just said that's a formal warning. That a man warns his wife, I don't want to see you alone with Joe. Rebbe Lezer says that this kina, this process of warning, needs to be in front of two Adam. We need two witnesses who testify that the warning happened. However, when it comes to stira, when it comes to hiding in the closet, even one aide can tell us, even one witness can tell us that they went into the closet together. Or even the husband can come and say, she went into the closet, I gave her kina. So he comes to Bezdin and says, two witnesses gave kinoi, I saw her go into the closet, or, two, or, or one witness saw her go into a closet, that's fine, as long as he had two witnesses on the kinoi, on the warning part. Rabbi Yeshua, I met, he disagrees, Rabbi Yeshua, he says, that you need two witnesses for the kinoi, and you also need two witnesses for the stira. So you need two witnesses to say that he really warned her, and two witnesses to say that they had stira, that they went into the closet together. Got that? So we have two opinions. Rabbi Lezer says, you only need two witnesses on the warning, the kinoi part, and Rabbi Yeshua says, you need two witnesses 
on the two main parts, kinai and stira. How exactly does kinoi work? What do you do? If you want to try kinoi at home, how do you do it? He says in front of two Adam, that she shouldn't speak to a certain guy. Let's say that she then defies him and chats with that guy. They have a long conversation. She's fine. She can still be with her husband. She's allowed to eat trumaf. She's the wife of a kain. Nothing has happened to their marriage besides maybe a breach of trust that they'll have to handle in therapy. But if she then goes into a closet with the guy he said not to be with. And they stay there long enough for relations to have happened, the beginning of relations, as Rashi says over there. Then she is also to her husband. She is also to Truma, and she is so also to her husband that if the husband dies before we can clarify whether anything really happened in that closet using the Saita procedure, if he dies before that clarification comes, she does chalitza, not yibum, with his brother. Meaning that we don't, even, we don't even necessarily see a full zika there anywhere. There's not a full relationship. There's enough of a zika for chalitza, but not enough that you would call it a yibum. So there's a real separation between them. This idea of muteras the base and muteras lechabatruma, this comes back to um, Rashi has a, over here, and Rashi has surda lebesa, says, says the word vinitma, says misafik, that she's a surda lebesa, she's not allowed to be married to him anymore, misafik, kirafina lekaman shleisha vinitma, it says the word vinitma three times, that three times vinitma means asurda lebal, asurda lebal, lechabatruma. That means, and this is halacha lemaisa, unfortunately, that we do see sometimes, if a woman cheats on her husband, she is not allowed to be with her husband anymore, she's also not allowed to be with the guy who she cheated with. They can't, uh, they can't run away together after the divorce is finalized if they did that while they were married. And third, she's not allowed to teach room anymore. We learned that from the word vinitma showing up three times. That's our Mishnah so far. Let's go into the Gemara. Can I? Yeah, sure. What's the, why he says, this, this is a question that, that shows... You can in, say anything? No, the actual Lushan, it's a good question. The actual Lushan is, is not altadabri mishpleni. The actual way to do kina is uh, altistadri mishpleni. And it's brought, I, it's brought in, 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 in Allah Hasfarim, why, in, in Achrenim, talk about why the Mishnah uses the Lushan altadabri, because it's weird. It is weird. But that's not the... The, halacha, the actual Lushan is altistadri al mishpleni. Not any Lushan, altistadri mishpleni. Don't be alone with this guy. Uh, altadabri mishpleni appears to work if she then has stira. That is, uh, that is the way Rambam yes. brings it. So, appears to work, but that's not the, the go-to nosach, and it's a good question, because it's not what you would think. Okay, Gemara. Michdi, let's think for a minute, says the Gemara. Tana, minnazi salik. We just finished Masachas Nazir. We have a couple of people here who can relate. We just finished Masachas Nazir. My Tana, dikatana Saita. Why teach Saita after Nazir? They are not a natural flow from one to the other. It doesn't seem that Nazir would flow right into Saita naturally. They're completely different dinim. When I was talking to David Francis about this, he said, I think they're kind of opposite dinim. We have here the, uh, the Parish, who's completely removed from everything. We have the Saita, who is not quite removed enough from everything. They wouldn't seem to be next to each other. Uh, and the answer is that it's like Rebbe. Why is in the Torah Nazir next to Saita to tell you that anybody who sees a Saita on her worst day when she's all in a state of nivel as Rashi describes with the rope around her etc. When you see a Saita on her worst day you should remove yourself from Yayin. You shouldn't have anything to do with wine ever again. So because Saita and Nazir are connected in that way that a person who sees a Saita should become a Nazir at least Yazir Atzmimina Yayin the Torah puts Saita and Nazir together, and therefore we also put Saita and Nazir together in Shas. Okay, that's a great Joshua, but let's follow the order, right? If I see a Saita, then I remove myself from wine like a Nazir. So if I see a Saita become a Nazir, so what order should the Mesechtas be in? Saita, Nazir. But it's not. It's Nazir, Saita. It's like if I see a Nazir, I should become a Saita. I, I don't, don't, not Halach Don't do that. So why is it in that order? I did Tana Ksuvas. The answer is we had taught already Ksuvas. That was the Mesechta that we did a couple of Mesechtas ago. We did Ksuvas. And then that's about women's, that's about women's marriage documents. And in that Gemara, in that Mesechta, we had 
had a parak that was dedicated to Nidarim called Perak Hamadir. So we were already talking about Nidarim. Since we were talking about Nidarim anyway, Tana Nidarim. We needed another Masech on Nidarim. So we got from Ksuvas to Nidarim. Now, as long as we're talking about Nidarim anyway, I did Tana Nidarim. As long as we're talking about Nidarim, Tana Nazir, let's also teach Nazir because Nazir is kind of like a nether. Didamula Nidarim. It's a little bit like Nidarim. And then finally, Katani Saita Kidarebi. And finally, we teach Saita like Rebbe. Now, you may recall. Uh, for those of you who learn Nazir, that the exact same conversation happens in the first staff of Nazir, and the opposite solution is found. That's a question in Tesis up here. Look at the beginning of Masechus Nazir. It says, that the whole reason Nazir is being brought is for Seita. Here we imply that Seita shows up here because of Nazir, but Nazir says Nazir is showing up because of Seita. And the answer that Tesis gives is that the Gemara in Nazir was trying to tell us why Nazir is in Seder Nashim at all. What is Nazir doing in a series of laws about women? It, it's, you'd put it in Kudj, in, in, in Kudj I guess. You'd put it somewhere else, maybe in Nazikin. I don't know. You certainly wouldn't put it in Nashim. So Nazir's in Nashim because of Saita, but Saita's in, in Nashim after Nazir because of Rebbe's statement, Yazir Atzmei, Min Hayayin. I don't want to do too much perish because we have to get through a daf every day, but I do want to do some interesting things. And as Rashi says, why we separate from Yayin? Why do we separate from wine when we say Saita? Rashi says, because Yayin causes these things. You drink wine, it makes you lightheaded, it makes you lenient, it makes you free. And that seems to cause a lot of znus in the world. It leads to Kalis Reish. Uh, there is a sefer called Sefer Minchas Emer that says that this is actually connected to the reason why we learn Saita after Pesach. It says that after the four cups on Pesach, we need to remember that after Dalit Kesis of Pesach, we just drank a whole lot of wine. Don't forget that this is the kind of thing that can happen when you drink too much wine. And I, I'm adding a little bit to what that Achran says, but I feel like we can add a little bit. The fact is, the past couple of months, it's been a celebration of wine after a celebration of wine, right? We drink Adelayada, we have Pesach, every single day, that every day of Chalamaid, we're supposed to drink a Revias of wine. You could get it in your head that drinking a lot of wine might be a good habit. Come Satan says, hey, just during this time when you've been drinking a lot of wine lately for Kedusha, let me remind you what happens to someone who drinks too much wine. Uh, there is a sikha from the Rebbe in Parshas Nasa in, in, uh, in Tavshin Lamed Vav where he mentions about Shem Tov. It's also brought in the Maggot that, uh, that uh, a mensch is a shmigel, right? A person's a mirror. If I see somebody else doing an Aveda, I see something wrong with my friend, that means it exists in me. It's Bashkacha Pratis that I see a Seita. So if I see a Seita Bilkakula, I see a Seita on her worst day, God would have had me take a different road that day or, I don't know, get sick or sneeze when she she walked by, he wouldn't have let me see it. The fact that I saw the Saita means that there's something in me that could be a Saita. I could be involved in Znos, or I wouldn't see that. The moment I see that, that means that I'm the kind of person who needs to avoid wine, because I'm the kind of person who needs to start, set, start setting up barriers in my life to prevent myself from these Avedas happening. So this isn't just about Saita. If I see something terrible happening to somebody who did an Aveda, I should look at myself and say, that means I'm Shaykh to that Aveda, and if I'm Shaykh to that Aveda, I've got to start setting up guardrails to make sure that I don't go near that Aveda, whatever those guardrails in that Aveda might be. So that's all Bashka every single thing that we see. Okay? Hamakana. Hamakana. When it says Hamakana, so the Lushan, this shows up in a couple of Gemaras, it's in Chulin in a few places, that the Lushan, when Atana uses the Lushan hey in front of a word, Hamakana or Ha something, that means it's Bidyevid. That means they don't really want you to do that. One who does warn, this is what happens, but it would have been great if you didn't in the first place. So there's a standing implication here that we wish the guy hadn't given Kinoi, but he did, so now that he warned her, we have to deal with him. So the Gemara is going to ask Hamakana. It says Hamakana Diyevidin, that would mean Diyevidin, but Latchila he should not have done Kinoi. And that implies 
Maybe one of the five most famous Gemaras in Shas. A person only gets the wife that he deserves. Rashi says a tzaddik gets a tznua and a rasha gets a prutza. If you're uncomfortable with your wife's tznius level, you should look in the mirror. The answer is a tzaddik. We're going we're gonna to clarify we're going to qualify this substantially. But up, up till here in the Gemara, what it's saying is, you, you get what you deserve as far as wives go, okay? You get what you deserve as far as a wife goes. You get a wife, it's a pasuk. says, the staff of the wicked would never fall into the lot of the righteous. If you're perfectly righteous, God doesn't hand you a wicked wife. It doesn't happen that way. appears to add to this. We're going to learn this like Rashi, but do note the Marsha learns this completely differently. says that this shidduch is as difficult as Kriyas Yamsuf, as splitting the sea. Splitting the sea was very, very hard. Uh, apparently, you know, what does it mean when something's hard by Abishter? We can discuss. But splitting the sea was difficult and similar it's difficult to match people up according to their maizim because not everybody bespashtos because you know you have to get the right kind of tzaddik with the right kind of tzaddik the right kind of tznuah with the right kind of tznuah shnemar as it says in the pasuk elikim mei shivichidim beisats as the God takes individuals and puts them in a home and the pasuk goes on to say mei tziasirim bekeishadis that he also took out the imprisoned ones in a kosher time in Nisan which is a great time to go out it's just the best time of year that's not too hot it's not too cold bekeishadis so since the pasuk says that God did two great miracles with his incredible power he made Shaduchim and he took us out of Mitzrayim. That means that each is as hard as the other. That's as hard to make a good Shaduch as it is to take people out of Mitzrayim. And up until now, it is a perfect Sheva Brachas Drasha. But wait, Amy, can that really be? He says, Forty days before a fetus is formed, a heavenly voice comes out and says the following that this person who's being born, he's going to marry. This girl, and he's going to marry. He's going to marry the daughter of this guy. He's going to marry. He's going to have this house. He's going to have this field. They have your address in Pomona written down from forty days before you're born, and the name of your wife. So what is the question here? The way Rashi understands the question, and that's the way we're going to learn it, is that we just said that our shidduch is based on how good we are. How good we are? Since when is that decided ahead of time? That's specifically not decided ahead of time. When I'm born, God doesn't know how good I'm going to be yet because I want to read you the Rashi so you can be even more scandalized than you already are by the way I just said that. So read the Rashi. There's any, yeah. How can you make a zivuk according to how righteous or wicked somebody is? Before they were even, before they were even created. Before we know whether he's going to be good or bad, they call out a zug. And if you'll ask, doesn't God know everything? Sure, he doesn't decide, but he knows. He has foreknowledge. So he, I mean, he might not decide whether I'm a tzaddik or a rasha, but he's at least supposed to know. Rashi doesn't think so. No, he doesn't know. says This is a well-known, well-known Agadic Gemara over here. There's a Malach that's in charge of conception. It takes the drop before God and it says to God, this drop, what do you think it's going to be? Is it going to be strong? Is it going to be weak, wise, or stupid, rich, or poor? And it asks these questions, but Tzadik and Rasha does not ask because Tzadik and Rasha is not determined. So Rashi seems to say here that not only does God not determine it, God doesn't know. That is the implication standing in Rashi. The Rush is very upset by this. It's brought in the Shittim of Kubetis. The Rashi 
Rush says, no, of course God knows. Of course he knows. So why doesn't he make a shidduch lefimais of just solve the whole Gemara? Make a shidduch lefimais of according to the actions and, uh, and just, you know, I, I get to choose, but he's going to tell me ahead of time. It turns out when you're 25, you're going to be this kind of a Rush, so you marry this kind of a girl. Why not make that decision ahead of time? And, uh, right, so... Says it's not declared. Absolutely, in the Gemara, that's from that. But Rashi, it seems, doesn't think he knows because Rashi's whole answer is im tamer kol galilifon. If you're going to tell me he knows, he doesn't, ah. right? So the im tamer implies that Rashi holds that it's not hagol galilifon. Im tamer kol galilifon. Let me tell you, it's not. Right? So it's very strange, and uh, we're stuck with that Rashi. I haven't found anybody who solves the Rashi. I have found a Rush though. The Rush is brought in Shittim Kubetzis. Says it's not that. It's that Evishter knows, and he doesn't want to call it out because if he announces what you're going to do, you'll not think that there's such a thing as free will. I want to read you the Rush because it's only one sentence long. Even though he knows, he doesn't want to announce it. That he's going to make a decree that a Russia will have a wicked woman. So a person won't make a mistake. So a person won't make a mistake and think that it's a gezerah, that there's a decree from on high. So God just doesn't make the announcement because he doesn't want us to think we don't have free will, but he in theory could. However, since he doesn't, the question of the Gemara stands. So that's the way the Rashi understands it. Rashi is a, is, it's, it's a weird Rashi. It's a weird Rashi. No, oh, but the Rashi matches with Rashi because it goes on the same thing on the Lake Amar. It doesn't declare it. Yeah, but that Vim Tamer. Right. <laughs> the Rashi's Vim Tamer is weird. Totally agav. We finally have a real Rashi here. We just we were fin- we were learning Nadarim earlier. In Nadarim, we don't. Oh, Rashi is not Rashi. You should know the Chida says Tesis isn't Tesis in Seita. Oh, yeah, he says not Tesis. So we always have somebody who's yeah, who's masquerading. Yeah. So it. Uh, that you had real tesis in Nazar? Yeah, no, well, here you don't have real tesis. So you have, you have somebody, but he's not, he's not, the Chida says he's not tesis. Fun fact. Okay. So that's the question. The question is that if everything's decided 40 days before a child's born, then how can we say that it's all according to whether they're good or bad? That's not decided yet. And the answer is, Habazivag Rishan, Habazivag Shani. It depends on whether it is your A. Uh? Zug, not Zivug. Habazug Rishan, Habazug Shani. Thank you. Habazug Rishan, Habazug Shani. I always realize This is a first match versus a second match. Now, the Pashtas here is that this is your first marriage versus your second marriage. I'm going to give you some drush, but let's do the Pashtas. The Pashtas is that if it's a first marriage, that the first marriage is going to be the Baskal calls out, so a voice calls out from heaven. Doesn't matter if you're good or bad, you could easily get a rotten wife in your first marriage. That's the, the Pashtas is your first marriage, Zulgarishan, could easily be a bad wife because it's all about whatever the Mazel was. And you, know, you can decide whether you're going to be good or bad down the line. It's your, it's your soulmate, but your soulmate can be a jerk. That's the, that's the Pashtas. However, Zug Shani, when it comes to Zug Shani, that's the second match, there it's Lefimaisev. There, if you're in your second marriage and you have a wife you don't like, guess what? It's your fault. That's going to be based on Lefimaisev. Now, that is not the only parish in what, Zig, what Zug Shani means. Um, there's a taste of Shantz on the side of the page here that says that it's only by an Alman and an Almana do we call it a Zug Shani. So that is that in, if one person's, if there's a, a guy on his first marriage marrying a widow, that's still a Zug Rishan. That Zug Shani, that it's Lefimaisev, is only when you have a widow or a widower marrying a widow, and in all other cases, you don't call it a zugsheni. I don't know why he makes that distinction, but he does, and it's good to know. There's an Arizal brought in the Chida that has a whole beautiful parish on this that says that if you, it starts off a little less beautiful, but ends beautiful, and that is, that you probably know, most of us are supposed to be on like our third or fourth uh, reincarnation at this point. That's the way the Arizal has it in Shara Gilgulim. That most of us living right now are on our third or fourth Gilgul. Now you know. <laughs> You're on third or fourth Gilgul. And says the Arizal, the Chida brings from the Arizal, that each of those times you 
you married the same person. Is that God arranges to make sure that you're going to marry. You have a soulmate, it's the other half of your soul, and you met her every single time, every single time you met her. However, why did you have to come back three times already? Who, who messed up, you or her? And the answer is a lot of times only one of you messed up and the other one would have been done. You didn't have to come back. So it could be the guy didn't have to come back and the girl does have to come back. So the guy gets dragged back down. But since he's dragged back down as a tzaddik and she's dragged back down as someone who needs to fix some things, they're not at the same level anymore and God has to find them in the world and match them to line up their actions properly. That basically the first time they matched, that was called out from heaven and every subsequent time he has to find a way to make them meet again even though they're not in the same people in the same world in the same time. That is much more difficult. That's kashuk he says Zugsheni is just the fact that in every single subsequent life you've also met the, the, same, the same woman again. There are many, many, many other Pirushim on this, and we just we just don't listen to the Anyakov Shira. We went into it at, at substantial length. There is a thesis here that I just can't not mention. And it is that there's a Habazagrish and Habazagshani says, Tema, Filu, not that one, that's not the one I want to talk about. Kedimitsiras of Lad, excuse me. Kedimitsiras of Lad, it's very tiny tasis. says, Near the Rebbe, that seems according to Rebbe, Kedimitsiras of Zacher. That's before a, child, before a male child is born. So that's before the male is born, they call out who he's going to marry. Benim loy nailda nekeva dine, even if the girl isn't yet born. Which means that, help me with the math here, means that if there is a girl who's born first, she won't have anybody called out to be her husband until her husband's born. Got that? So if you have a wife who's older than you, she lived that many years with no zug being called out for her. She had no zivug until that point. She had, no, she had no partner. Because the partner is announced when the boy's born, and if she's older than you, so there was a period of time where she had nobody, and it was a, it's a blessing you were born. It is interesting, because it doesn't say ben ploini leploinis. Yeah, it does bas. Bas ploini leploinis. That's pointed out in Akhredim, yeah. That, 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 that gets you around it, because the bas, bas, he exists, yeah. So but uh, taste is medayaka. Huh? So she was happy for a little bit first. She was happy before she had you. That's, that's, a, that, that, that's very sad. <laughs> <laughs> there is a very famous thesis here that is the one that I was about to start reading that there's a Gemara Maid Katan the Neil Megalchen the Perak over there that Shmuel says the reason why you're allowed to get married on Chalamaid and it's Chalamaid right now so Allah Chalamaid why are you allowed to get engaged on Chalamaid maybe somebody else is going to come by and hop your girl can somebody come by and hop your girl no, it's, it's, a, it's a bas call. So the Gemara there asks, there's a bas call that says that no one can hop your girl, and the Gemara says, oh, you're right, that is, that is a problem. We hadn't thought about that. The Tesis says, why not just give the answer, and the Tesis doesn't give an answer. Um, the Maratzchias gives an answer, we're not going to get into it right now. The, uh, the Rebbe has an enormous arichas in Igris, volume 2, page 193, an enormous arichas about uh, whether you can override a bas call for Shaduchim, and he gives several different possibilities. Run through them real quick. He says, according to the Sefer Chassidim, you can't override a bas call. When the bas call announces who you're going to marry, you can try to fight it, and it won't work. If somebody comes in and, and Davin's really, really hard, he might be able to marry her, but he'll never be boil her. They'll never have relations. He'll marry her, and before their wedding night, he'll drop dead. That's, uh, that's what the, or, or something will happen, they'll get divorced. Something will go on before the Be'ila even happens. So the Sefer Chassidim is very strict. If the Baskol says this is who you're going to marry, and someone else, Yiktemeno Acher, God will arrange things, no, nothing will happen. The Tashbits, also Rev Avram Azulai, has more of a sort of answer to this. He says that the wrong guy could marry her if he davens hard enough. He could override your, you could take your Bashert away. They called it a Baskol, you were supposed to marry a girl. Another guy could sneak in and grab her, and they could live together for a little while, but eventually they'll have to die or divorce, because eventually you'll have to end up marrying the other side of your, the other, the other uh, your, your Bashert. 
is the Rama Mishmen Prakim that says the further extreme, says that the Baskal isn't a Gezeira at all, it's just Teva. That what they're announcing is that then that's actually very much like Rashi. Rashi says that the fee, that the, that the Baskal is the fee Mazel. So it's a mazel, is that you're born under a certain star, you have a certain personality, God knows who's going to match your personality, and he calls it out. So it's a personality thing. You can choose not to marry someone who's like your personality, maybe opposites attract, and it's no problem at all. You marry the, you marry the girl who wasn't called out for you, that's also the right girl, whatever. There's no right girl, there's just the girl who would have fit, or the guy who would have fit if there are women listening to the share. And uh, you can dive in against that and totally change it. The Tzemach Tzedek in his Chidushim al which exists, by the way, the Tzemach Tzedek has Chidushim al He says, uh, based on an Ashi and Cotton, that's a Gezeira, but Tefillah can be Mevatel the Gezeira of a Baskal entirely. So he says that it is a real Gezeira, it's a real decree, but if you dive in hard enough, you can undo any decree, including the decree of a Baskal, so you're not entirely bound by it. And he quotes, quotes the Tesis in Sanhedrin 22a, which says that it's just like changing a Vlad's gender. You can change a child's gender by diving hard enough within the first 40 days or so. And similarly, a Gezeira on high can be changed if you, uh, about who you're supposed to marry can be changed if you dive in hard enough. So we're not necessarily bound by this Basco. Okay. Moving right along. <clears throat> the rest of the daf today is a, is a nigla, is a nigla daf, and, uh, and it can get a little bit complex, but as long as you keep track of the shittas, you won't get lost. And I'm, I'm, I'm here to help. And if I get lost, you're here to help. <laughs> he says that the kinoi needs to be done with two witnesses. And remember, Rabbi Yeshua held that kinoi and stira both need to be with two witnesses. Just for a quick review, kinoi is the warning process where I warn my wife, Altis, not me, somebody warns their wife, Altis, and the stira is where she goes into a closet with the guy that we warned her not to be with. So Rabbi Lezer said that kinoi is with two witnesses, and Rabbi Yeshua said both kinoi and stira need to be with two witnesses. That means according to Rabbi Lezer, a guy could give his wife, a guy could warn his wife in front of two witnesses, and then he could see her go into a closet alone, and that would be enough to make a seita. But according to Rabbi Yeshua, he would need witnesses also that she went into the closet. Got it? Rabbi Lezer, Rabbi Yeshua. Here, it sounds like we're only disagreeing about kinoi, right? Everybody agrees that you need two witnesses for the, I'm sorry, I said that totally wrong. Going back. Up until now, we're only arguing about kinoi and stira, about how many witnesses we need for warning and how many we need for the seclusion. But if there's toma, what's toma? Actual adam that she was mezana, actual adam that the relations happened. If there's an aid in the closet who sees exactly what happened and he comes to us, it's just one of them. We don't have two witnesses. One guy comes and says, look, I know exactly what happened. She's usher and she doesn't drink the saita water. This is an important distinction throughout the Masechta is when it says that she doesn't drink the that doesn't mean she's putter. That means that the marriage is over and we don't drink the saita water. We drink saita water only when we have a suffix, only when we're not sure. We're not sure what happened there. She says nothing, we say something. She says nothing happened and a witness comes out and says, I was in there and stuff happened, I saw. That's it. There's no, there's no saita drinking. We're sure that she did the wrong thing. She loses her ksuba and there's a divorce. She does not get killed because there's not two witnesses, but she loses, she, she loses the marriage and she loses the right to her ksuba. Why is it bikini and bestira and not just bestira? What do you mean? The machlekes is only in the stira. Because they both hold you need two Aiden for Kinai? Yeah. Maybe because what's going to happen in a half a daf is we're going to have another Tana who, uh, who says that Kinai doesn't need Aiden either. That's probably Rabbi Yudah is going to say. No, but this machlekes is the machlekes that we I hear the question. The Mishnah yeah. is, is one says that Kinai you need two and stira you don't need two. Uh, and together. one says he needs two for both Kinai and stira. So that's what okay. he says. The only machlekes currently is on Kinai and stira how many we need. But with Tumah, there's no machlekes because over there... Yeah, what he's asking, though, is that there isn't actually machlekes of a kinoi right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, right, so you could have said, Ad Khan, we only have machlekes on stira. That's his question. I think maybe because in a second we're going to have a machlekes on kinoi. Rabbi Yassi Rabbi is going to say even kinoi without Adam, which is halacha why we don't do kinoi nowadays, because there's a shita that you can do it without Adam and you'll be asked to your wife forever. We'll get to it. Okay. It's a good question. 
But if we have, we have one witness who says that real znos happens, she was really mezana, that's it. But Nami, we actually have a Mishnah that says it just like this. One aide comes and says, I saw that she had znos, that she was mezana. Real things happen. She would not drink the meisaita. Why doesn't she drink? Because there's no suffix. We have no doubt that that's what actually happened. We believe one witness. This is strange. We don't usually believe one witness for things. We're about to get into it. It's weird, but that's a fact. The Gemara is going to ask exactly Meshav Belzer's question. Look at this. There we go. And it's and Meshav Mechavin to the next word of the Gemara. Since when do we believe one aid? Where do we learn that from? That we believe one witness to say she was Mizana. She's going to lose a lot of money. She loses her ksuba. Her marriage is over. That's a. I mean, she's not being put to death, but this is a big deal. Not a small thing. And we have a Braisa. The aid ain't ba. I mean, there was a time when divorce really was like death, being cut off without food supply and not having a job and not having a ksuba. I mean, these are, this is very serious. This is not a small thing. We're not killing her, but it's not good. The Braisa says, When it says, it's talking about two. This needs a small intro, and that is just to know the Pusik that we're dealing with. There's a Pusik that says by Saita, So all the rules of Saita apply. Let's say I did Kino, so, I, so the guy warned. And then there was Stira, and she was secluded. There's two exceptions to the Saita procedure kicking off. Normally, Kino plus Stira equals Saita. There are two exceptions in the Pusik that can stop Kino and Stira from happening in their tracks, and that is, then Hilay Nispasa is the easy part. That means she was raped. So let's say there was Kinai, and that he said, I don't want you to be alone with Joe. And then she goes into a room alone with Joe, and Joe rapes her. Obviously, she's not a Saita. There was a rape here. So Hilay Nispasa. Nispasa is something that knocks it off. The other thing is Eidain Ba, as if there's a witness there. If there's a witness there, as we just said, if there's a witness in the room, that also knocks Saita off its track because now there's no Suffolk and we're sure. So there's two ways that we knock Saita off its track when it's about to go toward the May Saita. We have Kinai, we have Stira, we're on the track to get to, get to, to, get to the Saita case. There are two things that can derail it, and that is a witness in the room or a rape, okay? Be'edain ba, that's a witness. Be'edain nispasen, that she wasn't raped. Those are two ifs. Be'edain nispasen means, means that she was raped. Be'edain nispasen means she was not raped. Right, so there are two. The, so be'edain ba, these are the conditions. The conditions are right, that she right. must be be'edain nispasen. She must be be'edain ba. These are conditions otherwise yeah, yeah, yeah. asura. Yeah, okay. So those are our two preconditions. Now that we know that, let's read this. Okay. Going back here, I'd come the plea I missed my spot. I should really keep my finger down when I'm explaining by gesticulate. When it says it's talking about two Adam. The word when it says and there was no witness there, that means there were no two witnesses there, but there was one witness there. The Gemara is about to explain why it thinks that, but let me get ahead of ourselves just so that we don't get lost, and that is that the Gemara is assuming the word aid, witness, actually means two witnesses. So there were not two witnesses there. That means there was one witness there, one witness there is is therefore enough to derail a seita, just like rape is enough to derail a seita, okay? Maybe it means one, right? Maybe it doesn't mean that. Maybe I'm wrong, and this means that there were no witnesses there. The Torah comes and tells us, This is in another area. says, The one witness is not allowed to testify about a person. It says, If it had just said, a witness and aid can't come against a person, I would have already known it's one. The word aid is singular. So it's like saying one, one aid. Saying aid echad is like saying one, one aid. It's like saying ATM machine. You know, it's like it's when you say an extra word on, you know what I mean? ATM machine. Is salmon fish. Salmon fish, there we go, maybe. I don't know, salmon's a fish, but yeah. But uh, it's, it's an unnecessary word. So why does the Torah tell me, Eid Echad? 
Why not say eight? And the answer is matam lemer echad zebana av. We're making a rule that's going to rule. It's going to go throughout the entire Torah. It's a binyan av. So this is a rule through the whole Torah. Kol makam shnemar eid. Any time the Torah says the word eid in singular, harakan shnayim. That always means two. Ad shifer l'chakasov until the Torah comes and specifies echad that it really means just one. So that means if the Torah says eid echad, it means really one witness. But if it says eid, that means two. Got it? So stam aid, aid all by itself in the Torah, always means two unless it's qualified with the word one. So now going back to our Pasuk, our Pasuk had said, ve'eid ein ba, which doesn't say ve'eid echad ein ba, it says ve'eid ein ba, so that means ve'eid ein ba, there were not two, which means that there was one, and that means, that there, that means having one aid in the room is the same as her getting raped, not really, but you know what I mean, it's the same din as her getting raped, in that these are two things that derail the site to process and make her simply usher, but not somebody who's, not rape, but whatever. Yes. Sometimes, yeah, so there it says it. It's probably more than one place that says Echad, but still it specifies, yeah. So now that just now the Gemara is just explaining what I just explained, which is how the how it works in the pasuk. The Torah comes and says lespa that there were not two witnesses there. Elachad there was just one. nisbasa and she wasn't raped. So if all of these things come in order, that is that there was not one witness there and she was not raped, then she is aser asura. So then she's aser to her baum. Okay. Now what the Gemara is going to do from here until the two dots. Okay, well then she's going to be asked for a different reason. But no, because even on rape is... is, is right, so she's going to be for a different reason. She's not going to be asked for a different reason. Right. right. Um, okay, so what's happening in these brackets here is that uh, from here, and not brackets, I put brackets. What happens from Ella Taima until Kamash they're in my brackets. What happens from Ella Taima until Kamash Milan is that the Gemara is going to challenge everything we just said by saying that I would have known that the Eid Echad of Saita is an Eid Echad. I would have known, I would have known that Eid Ein Ba means one Eid, even if I didn't have the Pasuk, Layakum Eid Echad Beish. Even if I hadn't done that whole fancy footwork with Layakum Eid Echad Beish, Eid Echad means Eid Echad. There's a Binyanav in the whole Torah that Eid means one, that Eid means two, and that Eid Echad means one. The Gemara is going to claim that I didn't need it. It's going to go back and forth, and it's going to conclude just to give you the ending because you can easily get lost the ending is that it's fine our drush is okay i wouldn't have known it otherwise and everything we just said is true so the gemara is now going to come out and come right back in. it's going to try to knock down everything we just said and it's not going to succeed so you can keep what we said in mind as the truth and now let's go into how it might not have been true okay it almost wasn't true ella taima <laughs> you got it <laughs> ella taima dechsev you're welcome i find it a lot easier <laughs> maybe nobody else does ella time me and my show okay ella taima dechsev the reason why it says in the pasuk layakum eid echad beish that one man that layakum eid echad the one aid can't come up against a person we don't trust one aid Without that, who would I really have thought without that? If I didn't have that pasuk, would I really have thought that the aid of Saita is only one aid? Via filu I wouldn't have thought that because if there's even if there's not even one aid, then why would she be also? So how do I read the pasuk? Let's say I didn't have that. How would I read the pasuk? The aid ba means one aid. Let's say that I didn't know it meant two, I thought it meant one. So aid ba means there's not even one. So there's no aidim here. So there's no aidim, she's usur. Impossible. She can't be also if there's no Adam. So I would have known logically that it can't mean that there's not one aid. So what would I have defaulted to? There's not two Adam. And by default, I would have said, since there's not two Adam, there's one aid. And I would have done the drasha all by myself. I didn't need your fancy footwork of the binyan av and the whole terror. I didn't need this. That's the Gemara's question. The Gemara answers, it's strich. No, I did need it because if I was left on my own and I didn't have this drasha of loyakum edachad biish, I would have gone off on a wild goose chase. And here's what it would look like. I would have thought, I would have thought, Adin ba, a neman ba. That eid ein ba means that ain't neman ba. That one witness, that there was not one witness there, means that one witness is not believed. And that's the opposite of the din. One witness is believed. I would have thought ain't 
I would have thought that aid ein ba means ein neman ba. That one aid is not believed. The Gemara then asks on that, ein neman ba. Why would I have thought that? Why would I have thought that it means ein neman ba? Vela, my boy, in that case, what is the Torah coming to tell me at all? Adika tre, is the Torah telling me, don't trust one witness, you need two? Is that something I need a Pusik for, Moshe? I don't need a Pusik for that, as you told me earlier. That's why, that's why I mentioned your name. You told me that earlier. I don't need a Pusik for that. Lishtakramine, the Torah could have said nothing. Dasi dava dava mimamon. We have a Gezeir Shava that's very famous throughout Shas. We have dava dava mimamon. Vani adana needed to have a kol I would have known, like every single testimony in the entire Torah, I know I need two witnesses. I don't need a special drasha to teach me that I need, that, that, that I don't trust one aid. Of course I don't trust one aid. It's drech. Now the fact is, I still needed it. Sakadaitachamina, what would I have thought? What would I have thought if it hadn't been for the drasha of loyakum erechad bish? I would have thought Saita Shaini. I would have thought maybe it's different by a Saita. Maybe I do believe one Maybe I don't believe one witness by a Saita. Maybe that's the Hava means. Maybe I don't believe one witness by a Saita because. I'm sorry, maybe I do believe one witness by a Saita because Raglaim Ladover. Because Raglaim Ladover. Don't worry, I'm going to translate. I never just leave you hanging. Because of Raglaim Ladover. Circumstantial evidence. Look, I normally don't trust one witness. But this is one witness in addition to I gave Kina against Joe. She goes into a closet with Joe. I'm pretty sure something happened. Throw one witness into a mix. That's Raglaim Ladover. There's, there's circumstantial evidence plus one aid. That should be enough to, that should be enough to, uh, to sell her up the river, right? That, that should be enough to, to, to lock her up. So I might have thought that that would be enough. Shaykinala, I already gave kina vinistura, and she already had stira. This heman baedachat. Maybe there you would believe one aid. So I might have thought that then I would need a pasuk to tell me that I don't believe one aid, and therefore I don't need the drash of loyakum edachad beish. Going back full circle. Mi matzamre neman ba visharia haimidechsiv vihilai nispasa michlal deasura. But then the gemara says back, why would I have ever thought a neman ba in the first place? Why would I have thought that the aid isn't believed? That would mean that she's mutter. The aid's not believed, and therefore since the aid's not believed, she's mutter. But the end of the pasuk is. That she's usher. So the end of the passage, it says there she didn't get raped. In that case, she would be usher. So I still need it. I might have thought, I might have thought that he's not, that you won't believe one witness until there are two witnesses. I would have thought that. I have, going back to our original drasha, the rule of layakum to teach me that layakum is, 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 is making a binyan of that there is one aid. By aid, that's two aid and by aid, and the two is not, uh, that I don't have two, and one is enough. Okay. So that's the whole thing. I, I, once again, the, 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 the graphical version of that is that we, we had an answer, we went out into a tangent to see if we could knock it down, and we couldn't, and we landed where we started. Okay? I don't have a ton to tell you here. Let's just keep going for now. Yeah, let's keep going for now. The idea that we leave it to say that she needs or she. She was uh, like a... This is for Toma. This is to, to, to say that she's not becoming a Saita. We need... One aid is enough to make her this not a Saita, but she's yeah, not a Saita in the bad way. Not a Saita. So there's two ways to not be a Saita, right? Okay, you can matter or us. Like she needs to get divorced without doing right. everything. So this but, is one aid is enough to make her usser and not a Saita. Okay. Because she doesn't drink. Yeah, but not to say that... confirms... But also to confirm that she... We also believe in that if she... If she... If she says... Okay, she got... Inside the room or the closet, wherever. So also we would even. If there's one aid on the stira, if there's one aid on the on the stira, on, yes, on the one aid on the stira is already a machlekes, right? So um, everybody, everybody, no, every, not even a machlekes. Everybody says you need to aid him for stira. No, nobody would say that with one aid stira is enough. Okay, so everybody says you need to aid him for stira. Talking about tumah. Right, we're talking about somebody in the closet who says yeah, I saw what it, happened. To make a drink, let's say to. In order to make her drink. Confirm her that she shouldn't drink. In order to make her drink, we need to have two aidim for. Well, let's assume. In order to make her drink, we need to have kinoi, we need to have stira. And we and have no. And her, saying I, didn't, I didn't her saying I didn't do it, and us believing that maybe she didn't do it. So there has to be a suffix. 
There has to still be a doubt hanging in the air. So if one aide comes in and tells us, I know that she, I know that she had, I know she was Mizana, there's no more Suffolk. So she's Usser, but she's Usser and not a Saita. So there's two ways to not no, be I a Saita. Like, the, the we need Aidin, but the Aidin said I saw him getting into the room. I don't know what they... What right, those are Edestira. So Edestira, we say that uh, Edestira is pretty bad. Uh, it's not enough to usually make her house. If you want to know some of the dinim right now, just real quick. We have a din Enes and Al Yichud, which is an important din to remember. Yeah, yeah. One says that they only need one person on Stira. Um, Rabbi Lezer says, yeah. says one or Al right? said that you needed... What, in the oh, Mishnah? Kani. No, in the Mishnah. That's Kino. There's a Machlekes over Kino. Kino is Al Piyatzmeh. What do you mean? Kino is Al Piyatzmeh. Kino is You're remembering from what's going to happen at the end of Beis. Okay. That's whatever you said. That's whatever you said. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to know final dinim, this actually is brought in Shulchan Aruch. We have a rule in Eis Nal Yichud. Okay, so try to right. So the, to, to keep track of all the lashanis, Kino is the warning. Stira is going into the closet, seeing her go in, and and Toma or or Znus is the is seeing the actual relations happen. That's much more rare. Obviously, we don't we don't see that very often. <clears throat> I assume. You about to say halach. Huh? I was about to say Allah. So there's a din of Einais and Ali Yichud. That generally speaking, we do not make a woman Asr on Yichud. So if a woman's alone with a guy and we assume something happened, that's not enough to make her Asr to her husband. That's a rule, Einais and Ali Yichud. You need to remember it throughout the entire Masechta. Einais and Ali Yichud. So as long as there are no Eide Kinoi, that's if there's no Eide Kinoi, then she's going to be Mutter even if there are Eide Stira. That's going to be the din no matter what, according to everybody, because Einais and Ali Yichud. Yichud's not enough to, uh, Yichud alone is not enough to make a woman Asr. There has to also be Kinoi. Now the question is what uh, the question is first of all what if there's different adim for sti- for kinoi but there's a base shmuel you should be aware of that said that if there's a yichud for znus we should be strict and aser her that is halacha lemaisa so halacha lemaisa the base shmuel paskins in shulchan aruch that if a woman goes into a closet with a guy with the intent of having znus and it's clear to everybody znus was supposed to happen and it just didn't that alone is enough to make her aser even without kinoi because we although we say enes nali yichud we should be machmer when it comes to a yichud that was meant to be for the purposes of znus otherwise enes nali yichud. Um, if there were a dekinoi, it's a, there's, a, there, there's a chance we hold like Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Yehuda. Uh, so that is, uh, Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Yehuda says you don't even need a dekinoi. Um, and, uh, and he also says, right, Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Yehuda, we're going to see in a second, holds you don't even need a dekinoi. So if there were a dekinoi, um, you're in, she, she's in big trouble. Um, <laughs> she's in big trouble once there's a dekinoi. But if there's no a dekinoi, we're never going to make her asar on stira alone. And the reason why we're never going to make her asar on stira alone is, ein eistin ala yichud. With the one possible exception in the Beishmo, someone who goes in for the purposes of Znos. There's that mice, I think, is in the end of the Darim, where the guy warns, towards the end of the Darim, where the guy, um, his wife, in the tree, and the guy jumps out of the closet and he warns him about a, about a, the snake, uh, yeah. about a snake, whatever it the is. The snake touched the yes, green Yes, we say that the reason is because so that's the Raya that he's not, uh, that he, that he, was, he had, didn't have the intent. Although Lechera, if that door was closed, she's also from the Beishmo. So you wouldn't have to come onto that whole, and there there was it very. It seems like there was intention. Whatever I don't know, I'm connecting the two, but whatever. Although you have to think that it, the, according to the Beis Shmuel's Chumra should be asked to him anyway, right? Right. right okay. <clears throat> Rabbi Yeshua Emer. Rabbi Yeshua says. Got the two dots. Rabbi Shua So he says that you need kinoi with two and you also need steer with two. Just remember our shittas. Rabbi Lezer told us that kinoi is with two witnesses. And I'm sorry, the kinoi is with no, right? They both Shoot. say two. They both say two. For kinoi, they both say two for... They argue on steer. They argue on steer. Right, so... Uh, so Rabbi Eliezer says the two Adam by Kinoi and no Adam are necessary for Stira. The guy himself can see her going to the closet. Rabbi Shua wants Adam for both Kinoi and Stira, for both the warning and the hiding. Thank you for keeping our shittas straight. Rabbi Yehuda says, Okay. 
Rabbi Yeshua, excuse me. My time at Rabbi Yeshua. What's Rabbi Yeshua's reasoning that he thinks we need two witnesses for everything? He says, Amakra, it's a pasuk. Ba. It says, Aid ain ba. That there was no witness by her. Ba. Ba. There was no witness by her. Vilebikinai. Ba. Vilebistiris. That is, that I, the one witness is not, two witnesses were not there. Bikinai. And two witnesses were not there. Bistira. Meaning that if there were two witnesses there, by Kinai and by Stira, that would be enough to ask her. So he's using a drasha of ba. That this is specifically when it comes to Toma. But when it comes to everything else, Kinai and Stira, two is the, two, two, two is necessary. Rebbe Lezer says, I'm going to use that dresser too. That is, that there was not two witnesses there. That would apply by Toma, but not by Kinoi. Kinoi would require two witnesses. So the Gemara asks, wait a second, why didn't you do the full Drasha? Why don't you just do the Rebbe Yeshua and apply Ba also to the Stira and make you and make and require two witnesses by Stira? Stira iskish the Toma. Stira has a hekish with Toma. Stira in the Pasuk is right next to Toma. Once again, Stira is them going into the closet and Toma is them having relations. These two things are next to each other in the Torah. It says in the Torah, V'nistira v'hinitma. So since Nistira v'hinitma implies since they're in the same Pasuk right next to each other, they should have the same Dinim. So if you have the Dinim of one aid being enough for Nitma, one aid should be enough for Nistara, but not necessarily for Kinoi, because Kinoi is elsewhere, we think, but it's not. Wait a minute, Kinoi is also there. Kinoi is also right in the same post. They're all juxtaposed for those of you holding the art scrolls. Because it says in the post, it says, why not attach Kinoi to the laws of Toma and say that one witness should be enough? Who says you need two witnesses by Kinoi? It says, no, when the Torah says Ba, that's a miut. That's meant to exclude a category. And what it's excluding is it's excluding one of those two. So Ba means that it's going to give you a, a drusha with, with the le- a drusha with one leg, not two. A one-legged drusha. So Ba says that I'm allowed to have one drusha here. The one drusha I'm going to have is that it's going to either be Kinoi or Stira. And I chose to put it, says Rebbe Lezer, I chose to put it on Stira, that the Stira needs two witnesses, not the Kinoi. The Gemara asks, how'd you make such an arbitrary decision? So just to catch us up to where we are right now, because it's, it's easy to get lost in the mush. Um, Rebbe Lezer has decided that because of the word Ba, he's going to need two witnesses on Kinoi or Stira. And Rabbi Yeshua has decided he's going to need two witnesses on both. Rabbi Yeshua, we're setting aside. Let's look at Rabbi Elezer. Rabbi Elezer, we've decided now this word ba has to give us two witnesses on kine or stira. Which would you like? Which would you like? Would you like two witnesses on kine or stira? He decided that they're going to be on kine. Why? Very arbitrary decision. Doesn't seem to be an advantage one over the other. That's the Gemara's question. Look at this. What did he see to make this decision? I would have thought that stira is stricter. So what does he see exactly that made him choose to put the two witnesses on Kina? He has two witnesses he can put anywhere. He can put them on Kina, he can put them on stira. Which is more strict? Which would you say matters more, the Kina or the stira? The stira, she's going into a closet. If I'm going to put two witnesses somewhere, let's put them on there. If I get to delegate, delegate appropriately, right? I would have thought to put it on stira, stira is stricter. It makes her also just like Toma. Kina doesn't make her also do her husband. And he gives her a warning they can live happily ever after as long as she never goes in a closet with Joe. But the moment she goes in that closet, that ruins their marriage. So what's more serious? I said to the Ketuma, Adraba. No, the Gemara says Adraba. Maybe the opposite. Kinoi Adif. I can make an argument that Kinoi is stricter. What's the argument that Kinoi is stricter? Okay. Shkenika Garla. What caused this whole mess? We just said, If she has yichud with Joe and there was never Kinoi, she's totally him, according to everybody. Kinoi is what started the whole process. So maybe Kinoi is the most strict because without Kinoi, Kinoi is the linchpin. There is no din of sight without Kinoi. So let's put the Adam on the thing that starts the process. So there's a good argument in both directions. If I have a word ba that allows me to put two witnesses somewhere, I can make a good case for putting them on stira because that's where the toma happens or the thing that's like toma happens. And I can make a very good argument for putting on Kinoi because that's what starts the process. So how do you make the choice? 
Elav stira kinameika. If it had not been for the stira, if it had not been for the stira, the Gemara asked back, kinoi miika. If there hadn't been for the stira, kinoi would have done nothing. So the answer back is, no, kinoi doesn't matter that much. If she just didn't go in the closet, kinoi is worthless. Elav kinoi stira mihani. Same question in the other direction. Okay. And also, if there hadn't been, uh, if there hadn't been kinoi, the stira wouldn't have mattered. So we're stuck. How do we choose where to? How do we choose where to put the chumra? How do we choose where to put the two witnesses? So the Gemara concludes Nonetheless, let's let's get down to brass tacks. Stira is much more serious. Being alone in the closet is more serious. It's true you can make a claim either way, but this is this is uh, this is intellectual gymnastics. At the end of the day, we know it's more serious. Why? That's the beginning of the toma. That's where the that's where the that's where the beginning of the of the breach of the marriage contract happens is going to be uh, by by stira. Okay. We're gonna have time to get to like this period. We're gonna, yeah, we'll be good. Masnisen delayke, yeah. Masnisen delayke hai tana. Our Mishnah is not like the following tana. Desanya, because it says in Abraisa, Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Huda, don't forget him. He's super important. He's our third shita. Here he is. He showed up. You were waiting for him since the beginning, Israeli. He's here. Rabbi Yesib Rabbi Huda, Eimer Mishum Rabbi Lezer, Hamekana Leishtim, Ekana Pi Eid Echad, Eyapiatme, the Kinoi doesn't need two witnesses. Now we have a third sheet. The Kinoi only needs one witness or himself. He can do Kinoi on his home. Mashkala Pishnaya, but needs two witnesses for Stira. Can you get all the sheetas without messing them up? Go ahead. Give me all the sheetas. What's Rebbe Lezer? Rebbe Lezer says that you need two for Kinoi and one or himself by Stira. Great. It says two and two. Rebbe Yesi, Rebbe Yoda. Uh, what is it again? He's one for Kina. He's, say, he's saying in the name of Rabbi Leizer. Right, so it's Rabbi Leizer. Basically, it's basically, basically, basically one for Kina. He yeah. says the opposite. He says, Mekana, Echad al-Atzmeyer, and Stirish. So we basically have every, have every permutation here. It's great. Okay. The Chacham said back to what Rabbi Yehuda said. They said back to him, If you do that, the things are never going to end. The Pashtas, and I believe the Gemara is going to explain that at length a little bit, the Pashtas is that if we let, people, if we let men warn their wives willy-nilly in their houses without witnesses, then every time a woman walks into a room with somebody, you can go, ah, I did Kina, and we can never challenge him, right? Every time she, every time she goes to work, ah, you close the door, I, that was Kina, you go up, drink the water, we're going we're gonna to run out of sight of water. We can't uh, we can't have this. That's the Pashtas of Ein Ledavisev. My time with the Rebbe Yesev Yehuda. What is Rebbe Yesev Yehuda's reasoning? So remember, Rebbe Lezer had taken one ba and said, you only have one ba, you got to pick where it goes. He chose stira because it's has to the tumma. Rabbi Yeshua said, I can use two ba's, I'm going to put one on both. What's Rebbe Yesev Yehuda doing? You can guess. He took the ba and he put it on the other one, right? He says, it says in the passage, ba, ba, v'le So I'm going to take that ba and use my two witnesses I have in the hole and put it on stira. Why not put it on kina? Same question we had before. Kina I won't put it there because Kinoi is right next to Tuma in the Torah. But as we said last time, Stira is also next to Tuma in the Pesach. Stira nami is kish l'tuma. Because it says there that they had Stira and v'hinitma and that, they were, that then there were relations. So here we have a slight difference here. He says the fact that it says Stira next to Nitma, that Stira next to Tuma is, uh, is to teach me something completely different. So I need that for a different drasha. Stira is next to Tuma to tell me how long Shir Stira is. How long is somebody alone before the yichud kicks in? Let's say that she walks into a closet with Joe for literally a second and then runs right out again. That's not stira. How long is stira? The amount of time it takes for toma. The amount of time it takes for relations to have happened. I wouldn't have known that if those two lines, stira and toma, aren't next to each other in the pasuk. So they need to be. They need to be neighbors. Given that they need to be neighbors, I can't use that to teach me that the ba should apply there. It means that I only have one open slot for my ba, and that is my open ba on kinoi. So he has a different way around it that he chose kinoi. He chose kinoi because stira was blocked already by another drasha. There's a rule in general: you're only allowed to darshan one thing out of a pasuk at a time. 
Okay. It's coming there to tell me that the amount of time for stira is kedei tomah. And again, we're going to have a whole daf on exactly how long that is. said back to Rabbi Yehuda, if we do things your way, any guy can do kinah with no witnesses willy nilly. I like that word tonight. And that you can do, you can do it, you can do it willy nilly. It's vili nilly. It's written right here before. If they, if, if the chum said back to Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda, we can't just let men do kinah like that. In the davisayf, my new, my new. What did they mean? The zim Maybe it'll happen that he didn't give her kinay. Vamar kanai, and he'll say, "I did do kinay." Hal mishnasenu. So if that's the reason, hal mishnasenu, yesh ledaver seif. Then according to Rabbi Lezer, there is ledaver seif. So the Gemara is saying that it's true. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Yeshua, uh, Rabbi Yeshua has things locked down. Rabbi Yeshua has definitely made sure that yesh ledaver seif. That this is not an endless matter. Rabbi Yeshua needs aidim here. He needs aidim by the kinay. He needs aidim by the stira. Exactly. But uh, we're saying we're, we're yelling at Rabbi Yisro, Rabbi Yehuda. How can you just let men give kinay? The ain ledaver seif. Okay, you can do the same exact thing with Rabbi Lezer. Rabbi Lezer requires Aiden for Kinoi, but then any guy can come in and say she went into the closet when she didn't. Also in Ledaver Seif. So why are the Chum not beating up Rabbi Lezer in the Mishnah? They're only beating up Rabbi Yehuda's Rabbi reading of Rabbi Lezer. That's weird. Why are they only mad about this one? According to our Mishnah, this is something that could end. The answer is Zimdin. I'm sorry, I'm just going to go on and explain. Zimdin Delay is Tater, Bama is Tater. Same problem. Maybe she didn't go into the closet and he'll claim she went into the closet. If Rabbi Lezer is not requiring Adam for that, we're just going to trust him that she had Yechon. So we're going to solve that nice and easily. The Gemara didn't mean that. The Gemara meant that according to Rabbi Lezer, and the safe, and even according to Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, and the safe. I'm sorry, I have to go back. Now the Gemara doesn't like that lashon. So it's just that when you say this and even that, you're making a you're making a you're making a declaration about which is the main perush. You're saying which is the main one, right? If I say that this is true and even this is true, that means the first thing I said is the main deal, and the second thing is the even is the is, is the additional thing. Our Mishnah is the main thing, and Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda is the second thing. So it should. Say that according to our Mishnah, unless I just got that backwards. Let's see what it says. Anyway, that's what they're going to do right now. I might have gotten it exactly backwards. I think I did. Our Mishnah is the Iker. And Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi is not the Iker. That's not the main thing. If the following thing was said, this is how it was said, and here's the bottom line of how the statement was said. The Chachamim, how exactly did they attack this? Idea from Rabbi Yisrael Rabbi Yehuda. They said, "Am Rabbi Yitzchak Bar Rabbi Yosef, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, the Divrei Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda, Af LeMishnasenu Ein LeDaver Seif." That according to the thing that Rabbi Yosef Rabbi Yehuda said, Af LeMishnasenu, that even according to our Mishnah, Ein LeDaver Seif. So that's exactly the opposite of what I said. That the Ikar is our Mishnah, therefore it goes on the Af in the second part of the phrase. Well, that's what the Gemara said. The Mishnasenu is Right, Mishnah Sainu's Iker, so the Iker is going to go on the after the Af. I said it as going before the Af. I got it backwards, but the, I think, I think at least understood? The idea is understood? Okay. The point, was, the point was clarifying the phrasing exactly. The point is that both, according to both of them, Ain Ladav are safe. The question is just how to say it. And that's why we don't really like those, Peter. The Chacham did not like Rabbi Lezer's version in the Mishnah or Rabbi Lezer's version from Rabbi Yesu, Rabbi Yehuda, because it is an endless matter. Am Rabbi Chanina Mesura. And after this, we're going we're to end at this period at the end of Rabbi Chanina Mesura, and we'll continue tomorrow at the bottom of Bezam and Bez. Am Rabbi Chanina Mesura. Rabbi Chanina from Sura said the following. A guy should not say to his wife nowadays, not to be alone with a certain guy. Don't give your wife kina nowadays. A lot of people are going to go home after this year and give their wife kina just for fun. Don't do it. Sometimes don't apply what you learn in Shir. 
Because maybe Rabbi Yezi Rabbi Yehuda is right, and you don't need witnesses for that. And then umistara, and then she's going to go in the closet with Joe. And we have no meisaitin to check her nowadays. We can't give her the water to drink. And then she's going to be usher to this guy forever. So don't do it nowadays. By the way, this is brought bifedish and Rambam in the same way in Shulchan Aruch exactly this din. Don't give kinoi nowadays for this reason because we're worried about Rabbi Yezi Rabbi Yehuda. That is Le'alacha. I want to draw your attention before we finish for the day to this tesis on Bezim Abez at the very bottom. There's an interesting din down here that comes out in the second half. Um, it's near the end. Uh, let me find it. I should have underlined it. That would have been nice. It says, Shaloi, it says, Eid Birushalmi. See the Eid Birushalmi? It's the second tesis. My, and at the line's Eid. The line starts with Eid. Eid Birushalmi, Ksiv. It says in the Yushalmi, V'avrlav ruach kina, Shliikne lamitech streik. He shouldn't give her kina when he's joking around. V'lamitech kalis reish. He shouldn't do it lightheadedly. By the way, we're going to say this in the Gemara in a couple of dapim. V'lamitech geyos, not in a full-headed way. V'lamitech davr shalema. He should say it in a way that is intimidating with fear on him. V'avr v'kina lamachmas advarim halalu. But if he does, this is the part that is not in our Gemara that's very interesting that the Yushalmi holds. If he does do it in one of these ways, let's say that, let's say somebody does go home and as a joke they give their wife kinoi tonight does it count because it just said don't give your wife kinoi as a joke don't give your wife kinoi as a way of showing that you're the big man on campus okay don't let's say you did does it count so the rishami says that let's say i did that i didn't have i gave her kinoi in that way did you say there was for mitzvah that it was a mitzvah that's ma'akiv are you telling me that i shouldn't do it that way or that if i did it that way it doesn't count and he goes on to say other things, but I have the bottom line here because I don't want us to get stuck in it. He says that it does not take effect, that it doesn't work. That's the conclusion of Tesis here. He ends up pulling from a couple other Gemaras that would take us too long. But Tesis' maskana and understanding of the Rishami is that it wouldn't work. So if a guy goes home tonight and makes kina as a joke, it shouldn't work. You should be aware that there is a Rambam who says that it does work, and the Me'iri says it doesn't like Tesis and like possibly the Rishami. So it's a bit of a machlekis whether kina as a joke works. This does show up halach because believe it or not, Believe it or not, in quite a few Shilas and Shubhas Farim, people wrote to a Rav saying, I gave my wife Kino, he has a joke, what do I do? And, uh, and since there are multiple opinions here, you have this Yushami to rely on that sounds like it doesn't work, that's Li Kuva, but there is a Rambam to consider that says that it would work, and uh, in that case, he might have just asked her forever. So even as a joke, please don't give your wives Kino, and, uh, and that's it, under an hour. Not bad, right? Perfect. Thank, thank you, so thank much. you.